I'm just gonna give in and play some J. Cole. Well, because yes. it's actually not bad. There you go. Yeah, there yes. you go. There you bad. go. <laughs> but I still have stuff to say. We broke him down. <laughs> Cold world. Let's go. I was sold that Cameron. That's really realistic. I knew, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the off That's season. That 95 Let's keep it tall. Record, right? Y'all ain't yeah, 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 yeah. And don't check your How watch. You know the time. Cold world. Killer Cam. This is food. Yeah. Finish. This not with the hype. going flat since back when CDs was around. What you sold, I tripled that. I can't believe these clowns. Look how everybody clapping when your 30-song album do a measly hundred thou. If I'm betting on myself, then I completely double down. If you hate it on a please don't greet me with a pound. I be staying out the way, but if the beef do come around, could put an M right on your head. You Luigi brother now. Trace my steps all in this game. You can see we cover ground. Back and forth from NC to New York when Jeezy had the crown. Vivid memories. Zigging thought to squeeze, we ducking down. So many shells left on the ground and make the Easter Bunny proud. I get up, dust my clothes off. Sleep is the cousin of death. No plans to doze off. The streets that don't come with a ref. I never sold off just creep where the hustlers crept and got they o's off you reach reach up and like step to blow your nose off like, zoom tight and then huh? resume flight as if it never happened my producer. we witnessed full of so much sickness angels shedding tears in heaven word to eric clapton off this clever rapping my pockets going forever fatten they gonna forever fat see you try to tell to them they act like they don't know okay. how to speak english my pen of the paper's lethal. I'm sending them straight to meet the Then they made them peep the Reaper creeping on you. This is the same thing. Yeah, yeah, what you got? What you got? What you got? First off, I love the sample, but Isaiah Rashad snaps here. Oh, that's my guy. He's gonna come hard with this new album. Whatever's happening, I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. Watch those who's in the building. She's throwing up for that. <laughs> Not with the hype, the hype, the hype. Okay. We got some good music today, bro. I mean, just kind of. I mean, I hope the energy's up for for y'all because I I don't know if it was a Red Bull or Isaiah Rashad. This is not an ad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was just natural hypeness. I swear. Um, you guys listen to the whole J Cole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time project. How many times? Twice, twice. I'm sure you once. I ain't got time for all that. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, it's like 40 minutes. It, it, it was really now. quick. I actually Wait. listened to it twice. Ah, wow. Shaq, who are you? But like, it wasn't like, one wasn't like an intent, like mm. I'm listening to every word, bar for bar situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, they both weren't like, but like, I, it was, it was a vibe. I don't know. I'm, I'm more open to a J. Cole versus what, if you don't know Shem, I, I, I would just call his music sleepy music. It just wasn't my vibe. The man comes with sleepy I, time. I, 
I don't listen. I'm. I, I can't <laughs> say I disagree too much because. I looked at J. Cole, and I'm not comparing rapping abilities a lot in the mm. ways that I viewed Nas, because both could spit forever, but both have a horrible history of choosing trash beats, <laughs> trash, yeah, yeah. trash beats. And I thought this Cole project, I think he, I thought he hit it at the park with the production. I thought the beats were fire. I thought the features were dope. You know, and anytime you anytime you got a baby feature. Or and, and a camera feature, I mean, my God, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I thought so. I, I thought he leveled up in that sense, big time. Yeah, okay. most of, most of. I agree. Um, we'll talk a whole lot more, in, but uh, maybe maybe Shem's gonna hop on this beat finally, since Patrick <laughs> keeps pump faking us every episode. Let's hear what let's hear what Shem's got. <laughs> oh shoot, y'all! Yo, y'all yo, ready for this? <laughs> oh let's go. shit! Let's go. All right. Oh, yo, yo. Uh, L. Ting. Uh, ready? Let's go. I am not. not. Here we go now. One, two, here we go now. Yo, I'm chilling with Jack, I'm chilling with Pat. Chilling, I'm not on my podcast. Hey. Mm. <laughs> hey, honestly. Bars. What? Bars. Can, Bars. I, can I just say, that was hey. like way better than Sticks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> way. Oh, Sticks. Shout out way Sticks. <laughs> He snapped on that one. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Sticks. That's my Yo. guy. I love that guy, man. Yo, I don't know why it's hard to freestyle on that beat, though. It's because you either you either want to go like grime with it, or you yeah. want to go with like the heady one, like UK. lazy UK, yeah, like, UK, UK drill. Yeah, yeah. 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 You say like UK four drill. words, and then you, you say the same thing like eight That's times to rhyme. Yeah, yeah. You say blues clues, lose lose. <laughs> Choose, 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 blues, who's blues. shoes? Does <laughs> <laughs> that work? I love it. <laughs> Monday, Monday is not with a hype thing. Thing, a war, a war. I'll take a week off and almost like forgot the whole like, how to do structure. It, right? The world generous. Uh, how's it? How's it? How's it coming back as a thirty-year-old man to podcast? We gave you a week off because you just took the whole weekend off. You was Liddy. I was, was getting mixy in these streets. Yep. You had a party. It was a drive-by. Drive-by party. What you know? Drive-by party. I don't know if that's even crazier. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Let, me, let me let me show the folks. Let me uh, peep the peep the shirt. Right there, 1991, oh, 30 yeah, years yeah, of yeah. being awesome. awesome. <laughs> of course, the yacht. Wow. It's a court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I feel yeah. it. I feel it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we still on the birthday energy. We still we keeping that going, bro. We keeping that going oh. all month, yo. Birthday month. Oh my god. And, then, and of course, <laughs> Shop like Shaq. You wish you wish you. And then we got a special yo, guest. Yo. It's been like we talked about this before the podcast actually started uh, off air last in-person guest that we had before the rona took us out wow. <laughs> and made it made this shit virtual and, and ensured that i had a zoom subscription we have um producer slash on-air personality to get that did i get that linkedin title correct I mean, we could say executive producer because it oh, sounds a little oh, nicer. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I mean, you know, okay. that's really what it is. No, I'm playing. Yeah, yeah, executive producer. No, 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 you're not playing. That's, nah, that's, nah, that's, nah, that's flex, what it flex. is. You're right. I wasn't playing. I was trying to be. I was trying to be humble. Um, <laughs> yeah, executive executive producer and uh, an on air announcer as well as television correspondent. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. And some, teacher, and teacher, by the way, at Humber College. Welcome, Teacher Mon. Teacher Mon. <laughs> Welcome, Professor teacher. Parkinson. That's okay, the name. Okay. 
what, what they got what you what they got you teaching now uh, I teach a radio broadcasting course at uh, at Humber College. I've been doing that for the last two years. Yeah, yeah, oh, shit. yeah. I feel like I did know that. Yeah, I did know that. Mm-hmm. I feel like every Great. time Shrek comes on, the resume gets longer, bro. Oh, yeah. I, I love this. <laughs> hey, man, look, can I can I say if I may say something? Uh, say I'm a massive podcast listener, and Jack, I think I told you this. Pat, I've told you this before. I'm a major podcast listener. I listen to like three or four podcasts weekly. And uh, you guys are are on my podcast list. I love what you guys do. I love that it's, I love that firstly, you're young men doing it. I think that mm. that's great. Love the fact that you're on black men doing it. I think that's double. I think that's extra great. Love the production. Love um, the growth that I've heard and seen in your podcast from when I was a live guest last <laughs> time, uh, even to now. Love how you guys have adapted to COVID. I think the video stuff is dope. I think that's smart. That makes sense. Um, and you know what we need? The podcast is such a saturated medium, right? Like right. nobody's really, there's so many people doing the same thing, but you guys come with, it feels like you're sitting in and listening on friends, having a conversation. And that to me is the most powerful part of a podcast in mm-hmm. terms of this form. So Yo, shout out to you guys. Much appreciated for having me on again. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, thank Jeez, you so much. Geez, really appreciate that. all that. Like, that's the, the the concept that we wanted to to chase. Like, we wanted you to feel, everybody who listens to feel like they're kicking with us. Like, that's, I think that's what, what I said before we started recording ever. You know? Yeah, 100%. That's what made me want to jump on. Like, I was <laughs> like, yo, what Shaq told me about the plan and the vision, I'm like, I have to be on it. Like, that. that's yeah. just what we do. We just, it's three homies at the time just kicking it, so... Keep that you guys are doing a great job, man. Means a shit ton from an executive producer slash teacher month. Slash <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> All the things. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, Patrick, tell us more. Tell us a little bit more about your your birthday weekend extravaganza month. Woo! Sorry, month. Yeah, month. thank you, thank you. Get it right. Get it right. <laughs> Shem knows what's up. You know, it's tourist season in here. You know, That's right, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. I just turned thirty-four not too long ago myself. Yeah, I'm, yo, happy belated right there, man. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, the birthday was the birthday was wicked, man. Um, made the most of it out of, you know, what's going on. Everyone obviously knows the situation, but yo, I got surprised by my girl. She showed up at my place with these massive balloons, like decorated. That was on like the Friday or the actual day? On the actual day, the Thursday. She showed oh, Thursday, up. Sorry. And first off, there's like I got a package the day before from my from my sister. She sent us some Omaha steaks. You guys mm. are familiar with uh tell me more about the Omaha steaks. I don't know much. I haven't grilled them yet. We're gonna do that tomorrow. But is Omaha a cut? No, no, no. It's a company in the States that okay. basically ships you meat to your place, like premium cut steaks, beef, pork, all this sort of stuff. So she shipped that mm. from Philly to uh to us in Toronto. So we got that. Mm. That started Wednesday morning. Shit. Thursday now, I wake up, my girl shows up, she's got this huge elaborate balloon display. Got the 30th, you know, you got to have the numbers. Got the champagne. The, the balloons are <laughs> the like, balloon arrangement. <laughs> the balloons are in the style of like champagne. So it looks like you're popping bottles. Mm. Um, then she shows up with a cake as well, which was not just any cake. Like this cake was delicious. Shaq, you had some of it. That cake was fire. Like, yeah. Kudos yeah. to whoever made that shit. It was like Oreo on the inside with some fondant and like it was. Yeah. Ooh, Anyways, yeah. continue. Yeah. That shit was delicious. The, the cake was the cake was amazing, <laughs> and also just the way it was decorated. So you know, mm. Um, mm. got the Jamaican flag on there. So big up, big up, all the yardies. And then of course we had Malvern because you know I always rep, I always rep Vern. Yeah. Noted edition. And then, yep. amen. And then of course there was um, picture of my mom on there too. So picture of my mm-hmm. mom and I 
And, you know, for those who don't know, I, I lost my mom when I was 17. So birthdays are always a little tough. But seeing that just made everything, like, worth it. Like, nothing could top that at that moment. Um, fast forward to the weekend. I didn't even know this was happening. Saturday comes around. <laughs> I'm thinking we're potting. I'm like, yo, okay, I got to I gotta get, gotta get back, got to pot, whatever. Next thing you know, um, I walk outside and a bunch of the homies are outside on the street in their car. You didn't even see us till you got closed, which is funny. I'm just see, yeah. watching this clueless guy just like walking around, <laughs> wondering why he's even outside, I'm sure. Exactly. I was so confused, bro. My, my girl just told me, she's like, get ready. We're going out. I'm like, where are we going? Like, it's COVID. It's she didn't say up. nothing. She said, we're going out. So I'm grabbing everything. I'm grabbing like, I'm like, what do I wear? I'm grabbing all sorts of stuff. And then I, I walk outside and just seeing everyone in their cars and just, it was, it was wicked, man. It was wicked. Good to see everyone drive by. People came from all over the GTA, like Brandon, Richmond Hill, Richmond Hill, downtown <laughs> Toronto, talking like Durham region. So to see that nice. love, especially in a time like this, it just, it meant a lot. So Big up to everyone and even the listeners who uh, reached out, sent messages and stuff like that. Like, definitely appreciate that. You know what I mean? That's dope. No, That's yeah. dope, you, man. you had to, like, you had an actual birthday. Like, and then not, you didn't even mention the fact that we went to the street eats market after no. we had the drive, <laughs> exactly. the drive thing. So it, it felt like we were literally celebrating this guy's birthday doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a vibe. <laughs> the weather was decent. It was a oh, 100% a vibe. 100%. Yo, that street eats place. I didn't even know that was a thing until my sister was like, Yo, here's some food, and she had uh, was it La Vietnamita or some something like that? The Vietnamese. Some, some, I don't know what you said. But yeah, the I, don't know what, I, don't, I think I might have just like slurred by accident. I might have spit up by accident. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yo, yeah, the Vietnamese place. It was just like yo, this place was dope. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that they were doing street eats yeah. or festivals or you didn't watch the like Patrick videos. You didn't see the videos. I, 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 Oh, excuse me. What, what videos are you Get a whole content series. I had a whole series, bro, when they launched. Oh, oh, excuse me. I had no mm. clue. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Glad, glad that I know. Yeah, it was great. Um, I went back maybe once or twice after. Nice. But I won't. This was a, the STC one? Yeah, right at Discover Town. Yeah, so I, I, my, my girl was with me. So, you know, I had to show her. I, I got to show her Malvern. There you go. Got you to know, show her the vibes. Got to show her, introduce her to Malvern. Got to introduce her to STC. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a rite of passage for any Torontonian. <laughs> Unfortunately, we couldn't go inside. I was about to say you couldn't. You couldn't. She didn't have to walk through the food court and survive yeah. that whole mess. <laughs> um, no. oh, but man. no, it was cool. Like, I, yeah, it was a great day. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you. I'm glad you got to have a birthday. No, nah, definitely. Thirtieth, definitely. And I got. I got to give a shout out to the the cake um, decorator. Um, mm. So. If anyone's asking, you know, cake pops underscore by Kira on Instagram. Check her out. Delicious, delicious cakes. So that's a free plug right there. But amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing desserts. And yeah, that uh, so good. make sure you check her out, yo. Yeah, man. Um, how, how was your week, uh, Shammer? How have you been during COVID? Since I won't say week because we haven't talked in a minute, really, really. But no, I'll tell you something. Every, whenever somebody asks me that, I always kind of feel bad because so many people are either not working or they're mm-hmm. working from home and mm-hmm. nothing has changed. I've been in the studio every single day. I'm actually at work right now. Um, so nothing has changed like at all. From oh, you're in the days. studio right now? I'm in, st- I'm in one of the- guys that rapper that says, I sleep in the studio. I know, I'm here now, <laughs> man. And you know what's wild is that my, like, my days start pretty early. I start, I start at 2.30 in the morning each day. 
Um, so I'm, uh, nothing has changed, right? Honestly, I mean, I mean, life has changed, but from a work perspective, not too much has changed. It's you start at 2.30 in the morning today? Every day. Yeah. Every, from Monday to Friday. How are you so What are you talking about? So tell me that day. Tell me, yeah. tell me what today was. What'd you do? So from, you so, woke up okay. at 2.30. No, 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 no. I start my day, meaning I'm at work at 2.30. So my alarm so, goes off at 1.30 every morning. So yeah. you, go, you go to bed from what? Like, what's your sleep hours? I should go to bed at like 8, but I go to bed at like midnight. So I go to bed. I typically get about an hour and a half, two hours of sleep a night, typically. Um, and then, yeah, I'm up at 1.30, oh <laughs> Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, do you, do you listen, have a cocaine not, problem? <laughs> I might. I am like, I'm like, how do you don't do it? This Red Bull is not going to take care of it. Yeah. By the way, dope yes. ass show. Um, yes. No, look, I I I've been this way since high school. To be honest with okay. you, it's just gotten worse now that my is I it insomnia so much earlier. Uh, yeah, definitely insomnia. So your your work um, just balances with your insomnia, as you're saying. It per, it's perfect. I mean, look, I would never change my schedule for anything because my day is technically done at like noon when everybody else is kind of in the thick of their days. Right. Oh, so okay. That's not that bad. Okay. I was thinking that you were, that sense. cause like I'm, I'm seeing you, you're saying you're at the studio right now. It's like seven, yeah. seven 30 right now. So I'm just, yeah. Well, I, to, be, to be fair, I went home and came back. I went home and came back to just to get some stuff done. Um, okay. so I, I wasn't, I've not been here literally since two 30 in the morning. There are some <laughs> days where it's like that, honestly, Damn. between that and the TV stuff. But I always say, you know, um, I'm super grateful. Like there are people in, not just all industries, but I can tell you, especially in media, who mm-hmm. have who have lost their jobs, and media is really consolidating jobs like crazy, right? Like no, for, like nowadays, nobody is just one thing. Nobody's just a host. You're a host. You're a producer. You're you're a technical broadcast. You're you're doing everything, right? So I'm grateful. I've been at this now for ten years. Um, you know, it's uh, it. COVID has not changed my job too much. In fact, I think it's probably given it a little bit more importance because for a lot of people we are an outlet, right? We're an escape for a lot of people in the same way that you, what you guys do is an escape for a lot of people, right? Um, and I think in some sense, we provide a little bit of normalcy for the mm. people who are typical, who are used to, right. you know, getting up in the morning, driving into work, yeah. listening to the radio, you know, we provide a certain sense of normalcy um, now. So I think there's a level of, I think there's a certain level of uh, heightened importance in terms of what we do, you know, but look at the same time, you know, we're not, I'm not working out of an ICU. You know, my biggest my biggest uh, breaking news it has to do with the, the the Kardashians and 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 a Rihanna music drop, which I'm just waiting for. I think we all are. I was about to say, did I miss uh, something? Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, right? You know, I shouldn't have said Rihanna. That, that'll get you excited. Um, you know, but I, I, I'm so I, I mean this truly, and and I haven't always been super grateful for my job. Just be fully transparent. I, I haven't always really appreciated what it is that I get a chance to do every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I get to do is fun, right? I, I, I get to come in, I get to kind of chop it up and, and do silly stuff and, uh, you know, kind of give myself a little bit of a distraction from all things COVID, mm-hmm. all things COVID really. Cause I think we're all, we, we, we all have COVID fatigue, right? We're all tired of it. Uh, we're, all, we're all sick yeah. of it. You know, we all deal with it on our daily life. Like personally it's, it's touched my family has touched my life. I've lost five people to COVID since this since this pandemic has began. You know, um, so we all suffer from COVID fatigue. So getting a chance to do a job that I get to do uh, that I love, uh, I, I'm so incredibly grateful. And really, the last year has just been leaning more into that and mm-hmm. and figuring out what the next step is. Because I will tell you, boy's got an itchy finger. I'm ready. I'm ready to figure out what that next 
that next move is. Yeah. I'm really, really thinking about what that next move is now. So how, how do you feel about like that whole like COVID fatigue factor? Because I think like back going, if, if we go back to when COVID was like that, the pandemic just started, we were on super lockdowns. George Floyd had just passed away. All that stuff was going on. How, like doing what you do where you joked about like talking about the Kardashians and stuff like that and providing that outlet. Was that always the mindset or was there a moment where you're like, what am I really talking about when shit's real right now? Like, cause like that, that's a conversation we had internally too. So I'm I can only imagine that you've had that. That's a great question. I'll tell you, it has been, it's been a challenge, right? And, and I don't think you can even separate COVID from the sort of racial, let's call it a racial renaissance that has happened in the United States and North America over the last two years or so. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot. It's been heavy. It's been really, really heavy. And I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's caused me to a certain extent to sort of ask myself, like, should I be doing something a little bit more? I guess I don't want to say meaningful because I, I I do think that there's value to what I do, like I mentioned, in terms of providing an escape. But it has caused me to pause a little bit and ask myself, well, how can I use my platform mm-hmm. to really address a lot of these other issues? And I've been trying to do that on a personal level. Mm-hmm. I work for Rogers being a company, and there's been a lot of discussion of IND, uh, inclusion and diversity, mm-hmm. um, and, and ways that we can you know, better our work environment here, where, you know, where we can better our communities. And I've been really heavily involved in that. Uh, it probably more so than I have been in the past. Um, but uh, I, I, I'm, again, I'm so grateful to have the sort of separation between not having everything be about COVID, a black man being killed, you know, on camera, every, like, that's just, I mean, that's a lot, yeah. right? That's a lot yeah. for all of us. We're all, black, we're all black men on, uh, you know, chatting it up, chatting it up right now. Mm-hmm. it's exhausting like it's mm-hmm. actually physically exhausting yeah. day in and day out to be to to you know dealing with covid dealing with you know uh, different traumas it's a lot so i'm 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 really happy and i'm lucky i'm lucky i'm so lucky that i get i get an outlet to talk about some silly shit every now and then yeah yeah no most definitely i see you like on uh breakfast television sometimes as well doing doing your you know your silliness on there <laughs> but <laughs> I think as someone who who watches that and that has now become like my routine and just again, like you said, listening to the radio a bit more and stuff like that, like I thank you for what you do because there's days oh. where like you just need to not hear about COVID or yeah. the, the tragedies that are happening in the world, right? So definitely appreciate yeah. what you do, man. Well, likewise to you guys, man. Honestly, you guys you you do the exact same, right? You provide entertainment to to your listeners and 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 that and that escape and, and you know, I think we're all kind of doing our part for sure. Um and to that thank you, I want to kind of do a the, the a little bit of the opposite to you, Sham Sham. Oh shoot, here comes the smoke. All right. Yep, yep. Yo, what what why <laughs> what pleasure do you get? Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> and why do you assault the people who love and appreciate you so much Ooh. on the timeline with the vile caucasity <laughs> that you discover in the underbelly of the internet, definitely at like three thirty in the morning. Oh, because you're wide awake and we're definitely sleep, not yeah, knowing this yeah, shit yeah. is happening. Like, I'm working. Why do you Here's do this? How to destroy us? their day. Why do you Look, do this man. to us? And uh, like, you tease the last one too, and you're like, ah, and then you did I it. Did. Well, look, to be fair, um, <laughs> I gave you all a warning, right? And I'm a really big believer in balance in life, right? So in balance, I think you have to have a little bit of righteousness and a little bit of ratchetness. And on my timeline, I want you to know that when you come to my timeline, I'm going to do two things in particular. I'm going to A, make you think, mm-hmm. 
and B, make you so mad at me that you want to hit that unfollow, <laughs> but you can't hit that unfollow because I ain't saying nothing too, I ain't saying nothing too left nothing and too, too crazy, crazy right? It's nothing, nothing and too for, controversial. And for those people that don't know what I'm referring to, <laughs> oh, I'm referring man. to like like the one that comes to mind was like the the people that were like teaching you how to make ramen in mass quantities mm. and wasn't wasn't she like in a yeah, bathtub? Tub. Bathtub stepping on it, yeah. That, that was disgusting. That what was the most recent one that you did? The one with uh, the most recent one was spaghetti. Yeah, the one with the, we put the spaghetti on the counter, and then she put the meatballs on the counter, and then That's noodles, nice. and then mixed it up. You know, look, I, I, <laughs> I think it is. Personally, look at this guy justifying the, his actions with this straight right, face. It's right? beautiful. It's beautiful. I, I tell you something. I, I could post not to get like all heavy. I could literally post Black Lives Matter right mm-hmm. on my on my page. Five, six, seven, eight comments, ten comments, right? Whatever, something like. I could post a woman making spaghetti with her feet and my, <laughs> my page goes off. I get notifications for days. In fact, I got blamed for something. I'll tell you something. Six Buzz posted uh, that those same sort of people making a drink out of a toilet bowl. Yes. Six Buzz posted yeah. it. Right? That's a, a sham post. Yo, you know how many people I had said say say to me, yo, what the hell is this? Why the hell did you send this to Six Buzz? I'm like, I ain't sending Six you, Buzz. Why did you send <laughs> yo, it? How are you blaming me for that? I sent it to Six Buzz. But listen, uh, it's 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 heartwarming to know that when it's all said and done, I will be known for a man who posted some nasty ass uh viral videos of 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 true it's, it's caucasity at its finest. Let me let me and, ask uh, you, let me ask you something because talk to me. Deep down, I feel like you must have tried some of these. You've done yeah, you tried these hacks. You, I know you tried a hack. You, yeah. You out your damn mind. I don't know what I don't did this you guy's have the is, is currently <laughs> you must be out your damn mind. This guy's you counter think. is currently stained with tomato paste. I'm telling you, he's got some nasty concoction going on there. Nah, I would never, I would never. I, I did have somebody slide into my uh my DM saying that they actually think the latest one with the spaghetti is actually not that bad if you clean your countertop properly. No. I'm like, oh, you're nasty, man. But this is, <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you this though. It's it's a really good lesson. In fact, you know what? I shouldn't even be getting no smoke. Really and truly, I should be getting a little bit of praise and thanks because wow. I'm wow. teaching you, I'm giving a life lesson that says you don't eat from everybody. That's, you know that's what I mean? Fast. That's you fast. just don't eat from everybody. This guy took that shit and spun it on his head and was like, <laughs> right? yo, you don't work spun that spaghetti <laughs> <laughs> and served it up. Just, just listen, if you want to go to your next work potluck, if you want to go to, you know, your buddy Billy's house and you want to go eat because Billy just made some, Billy's mom said, oh, come here, Shaq, come here, Patrick, made some good potato salad for you and you oh want to eat it. You don't know if that's been made in a toilet bowl. You don't know if that's been made by their dog. I'm listen. I'm just here to give you. I'm just here to give you pause. You know, it, no, maybe it's, it's a good thing barbecues are canceled because now mm-hmm. I'm just thinking like, mm-mm. yeah. But you know, you're not going to like that barbecue. Like that person that like that Billy that he was describing. You're not going to his house for a barbecue That's and true. eating his food. That's you're true. going. You're going to that barbecue. With I'm going to Jamal's food. barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cookout to be safe. Cookout. cookout. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be, let's cookout. Be, be kickback. Something. Lime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lime. Mm-hmm. Um, Lime, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. It's funny because like people literally hate you. Like you're in the corner oh. of the room, going like this, like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there watching. I love it. And you know, I'll be, I'll be really honest with you. 
this this is this is how diabolical I can be. I will know the exact time to post this stuff, right? Like, I'm not going to post it during the week. And this guy's day. following the alg- algorithm, right? too. He knows to catch everybody. <laughs> I am an algorithm assassin, you hear me? So I make sure that I post it, like, at night. You know, people are on their phones, they're yeah, chilling, yeah, yeah. and they're watching TV. If you see me that post downtown. content, let me just, let, let, let me just, let me put you guys switch on to some game. Some game. To like this. All right? No, no, this, 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 is, this is how you know I'm trash, Okay. Anytime you see me post anything between eight and ten PM, I'm looking. I'm looking for that reaction. It could be a thirst trap. It could be a dutty video. <laughs> it could be anything. If you see me post something between eight PM and ten PM on my platform, demon no, out time. <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> demon time. This guy's demon That's time is eight and ten PM because he wakes up at two AM. <laughs> His only fans is nasty food combos. <laughs> oh man! Um, oh. So, uh, because we were just talking about creators and trust, do you want to get to the J Cole? And we were talking in the context of going to the studio. We were talking about, yes. you know, bigging each other up for being the the break in each in, in our in, in other people's lives when shit can be real serious and 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 <clears throat> and whatever. The Joe Budden podcast is that for many. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> Look at you guys. Okay. <laughs> so um for those that don't know like joe the joe button podcast is definitely one of the best most one popular the podcasts yeah. in the world yeah. period yeah. yeah yeah um and he has that show with his two co-hosts rory and maul and uh you know if you've listened to this podcast before we've had conversations about what it's like to work with co-creators when you're building a vision you're you're with a team and you're like trying to figure it out and sometimes those you know it, it goes from being funding games and a passion to a business and things can get a little bit different we've had that conversation before with joe budden and his two friends rory and maul who you know he's known very well they took about a six-week break uh because there was some on-air tension and Shem, you're going to be the fact checker here because you said you did your deep dive. So correct me or stop me if I'm wrong or you need to elaborate in certain areas. Yeah, I got building a timeline for the people. (laughs) So six weeks they took off before that. Joe basically texted his co-host Rory and said, don't show up for the next um, for the next take take the week off. He was basically saying without a choice. So take the week off. Um, Rory, I think, replied with a question mark. And then Joe just like gave the exclamation point to what he previously had already said so there was already tension going on there uh, i'm sure that's also why it turned into an extended break because it wasn't real communication going on um and then they decided to after the six-week break where joe had temporarily not replaced but the show must go on to that effect had his homeboys come through and fill the seats uh Rory and Mo came back. They said everything was good. There was like, oh, the internet wanted to see us fail, but like, you know, we're still here. And, uh, you know, um, we chopped it up and we, everything's good behind closed doors. I don't know if you guys listened to that episode, but to me, it still didn't fully feel like the relationship, which is what is integral to every good podcast, the the chemistry. I don't think no. the genuine aspect of that was there at that time. No, I just feel like awesome. if this is business, this is yeah. business. This is why we're here. Yeah. Agree? You guys disagree? Uh, uh, a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. They, they, there there had been tension. Just to go back a little bit, Shaq. There had been tension on the pod 
for a few episodes prior to that hiatus. It had been like, I mean, I mean, Joe Budden is a wild boy, right? Like that band's always yelling. But those guys know him. Every podcast, they know him. Those right? are his boys. They know him. But they, that's how, <laughs> that's who he is. But you could you could definitely sense a shift. I would probably say for the last, you know, two, a month and a half of podcasts, and they drop two episodes a week. Right, yeah. uh, so you're t- you're talking about eight or ten podcasts that there's just been some weird, awkward tension. But um, yeah, your timeline is right so far. <laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> um, so they 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 did that episode where they said that they settled everything; it's all good. And they said it had to do with a lot of stuff with like people going into their own corners, having people in their ears, um, misunderstandings. Uh, lack of communication type stuff. It was very vague for the sake of the podcast, but it seemed like they definitely had a conversation beforehand. And they even went, took the liberty to posting a, a photo of all three of them, uh, kicking it, like leading up to that episode coming out. Um, so we thought that everything was good. But like, like I said, when you listen to it, it just sounded like maybe they got to repair it. Me, as a podcaster... Uh, who's gone through similar situations with people where like, you're like, okay, the, now the dynamic has changed since we're airing out grievances. Mm-hmm. How do we choose to to adapt and let's try it again? Mm-hmm. To me, that's very hard to to do because as organic as these conversations are, they are somewhat performative and I find that very hard to fake. You can't fake the, the, the chemistry. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Still right so far? Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. You're good, you're good 100%. so far. Yeah. So Joe puts out a podcast this past Wednesday, puts it out early in the morning, as he typically does. And um, like, I'm only knowing this because homies are hitting me because they're, they're like people that follow the Joe Bunner podcast are fiends for that stuff. You know, he's got a Patreon where people pay for yeah. the extra content. Crazy. Yep. So he yep. posts it, takes it down immediately. I think after a few minutes or something like that, and um, my um, my two of my homies uh, hit me up and they're like, "Yo, do you listen? Do you hear about the Joe Budden podcast?" I was like, "What happened?" Homies like, "Dude fired Maul and Rory live and just was airing out their shit, just just like that." So I was looking for it. Um, somebody sent me a link because people just have links. Can we pause there for a second? <laughs> yo, 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 man's are bootlegging podcasts now. <laughs> like, yes. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So send me the link. I'm listening to it. I'm halfway through listening to it. And I actually looked at um, the Joe Budden podcast and it said that they posted a 20 minute video. It sounded like a snippet of an excerpt from the main episode but he threw the whole thing on patreon after so i'm sorry joe i didn't know that you did that with this it just fell into my hands before i knew you had to pay for it but anyways they made they put it there and i'll I'll play a clip of joe basically so you people that didn't hear this can get a sense of the the tone and and how joe was feeling and if you don't know joe he's he's always yelling so don't be intimidated like he just he does just yells Oh, and he was actually yelling to their empty chairs, um, just to add that mental visual picture. He still feels like he has choices and options. He feels like he's entitled to more. Rory, you are in breach of your contract. And from this point forward, 
you are fired and you're not welcome back. Does anybody in here have a problem that I'm the person that has to say that? No. Maul, I'm the person that has to say that. The gall of you to think that you are observing the way that I am, to think that I have to come to you about a problem I have with another man. We have things sorely mistaken around here. That's not ego and arrogance. It's realism. He still feels like he has choices. Um, I don't know if you guys want me to go into a little bit more about the details of the, the situation that I heard off of that episode, or if you guys want to react off of that right that that's just wild right there. <laughs> uh yeah, look, I <laughs> um you know what? No, please go please go in. Please please go in more. I okay. definitely have so, more to say. Please so go to, more. so to add context, Rory and Mole were expected to show up at that episode as they typically do to record. There was no expectation that they wouldn't show up. There was no expectation that the topic of conversation was going to be let's air these guys out. Let's t- let's tell everybody that they're fired. We're done. They just didn't show up. Um, I think Rory had messaged Joe to say he still needed some time to figure things out or something to that nature. And Maul, in this whole situation, is very like, yo, if if, if my guy Rory's not in, I'm going to be loyal and I'm not in type situation. Which can I say is interesting mm-hmm. because Word. Maul's yep. relationship is <laughs> got deeper ties with Joe. Joe yep. It's yeah. not as if he's got the deep ties with Rory. Um, so I found that to be, I find that to be a very interesting dynamic. Like there's got to be more going on between Maul and Joe than we might realize. But yeah, yeah I found that to be interesting. Sorry to mean to cut you. That's No, that was good. That, that was that good. Mm-hmm. So these guys didn't show up. Joe said this. I was like, I was honestly ready to hear and, and be like, yo, Joe is wilding. This guy's too crazy for his own homies. Yeah. I was ready to side with Rory and Maul because I'm like, I can understand how hard it could possibly be to work with a Joe Budden, regardless of what great vision that he has for his podcast, his networks, his Mm co-hosts. But I can imagine that being difficult. Mm -hmm. But upon listening to that whole podcast, and I'm excited to hear what happens after this, because I feel like Rory Maul, or at least Maul, wants to be vocal about his truths. In some degree, I'm not sure if he wants to do it on the Joe Budden podcast, but he wants to do it at some point, I saw. But Joe essentially said that when they signed the Spotify deal, which is almost a year and a bit ago, ago, yeah, something like that, um, which is where their podcast, which was like something where you make a couple thousand in every like every brand partnership that they were able to get or something like that. It wasn't like a job for them. It turned into one when they got the Spotify deal. At that point, Rory's like, yo, I kind of want, like, I want a piece, which is something completely reasonable. So we asked Joe, yo, can I get a piece? I want, I want to, I want some ownership in this and my equity, equity. Um, Joe said no. Joe said no. And agree, disagree, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Joe has the right to say no. Mm-hmm. So um, Rory starts saying he wants, like, he wants some, um, you want some of the YouTube money. And that was very interesting for me to hear from a 30-year-old dude who is like very industry. That's like, he he was like, a, you know, he worked at Sony Music. Uh, so I, I expected him to, to come through with a little bit more knowledge as far as like how that stuff works, because I can't imagine 
YouTube money being like a, a, a big enough piece that like that's the first thing that you're gonna say. Right. Like, no, give me that YouTube money. All. Like, that's yeah, pennies yeah. to a dollar of whatever they're making from anything they do. If right. you're trying to really um, reassess things, mm-hmm. but Joe also said no there. Joe did reply and say, "I will give you, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the video footage. You can start your own YouTube. I'll do the same for both you and Maul." Uh, we all both know that those guys aren't really social media dudes. So guess what they did? Nothing. Right. Um, so they did nothing. But there was also still this sense of like, let me peep under the hood. There was like this sense of like entitlement. There was a sense of like, I don't trust what's going on type thing where they might have felt that like they were owed more. Mm-hmm. Whether it be from at least an ownership perspective from the beginning of what Rory was saying or a monetary one eventually. So Joe agreed to, to, to you know, let them see what thing, how things was going on. And, you know, he comes to basically say like, yo, I was overpaying you. Like you're getting paid better right now yeah. without a deal than you were with the deal. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing in place. Like there's no, so I, I and I'm, I'm, I'm technically overpaying you. So, there was also the resentment aspect of having to do this whole thing. So after everything was squashed and Joe was looking at these dudes and he's just like, wow, like you didn't trust me. Like I was looking out for my friends. I was looking out for my homies. I was, that's where he was coming from. He was coming through with love and turns out they had a different view of the whole situation that he might not have been. They had, they shared lawyers. Anyways, I gave you a whole lot there. Um, how do you guys feel about the way that Joe decided to go about it? Let's start there first before we even go right versus wrong. Yeah, yeah. Shem, I'll let you take go ahead. Uh, uh, you know what? I, I'm not so anybody who knows Joe Budden can't be surprised with how he went about this. In fact, yeah. you mentioned he is a content creator. This is of course red. you're going to turn this into content. <laughs> I almost feel like the, the the turning it off and throwing it on Patreon really quick was like a, a strategy, bro. Hundred percent. He's saying, "Wait a minute, why am I giving you all this for free when I'm about to I'm about to make the most amount of money off Patreon with mm. this single video than anything that we have done up until this point?" Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, not surprised at all at how Joe went about it. I'll be honest with you. Maul and Rory messed up. <laughs> Maul and Rory, in my opinion, really messed up. Talk about and it. It's for, and it's for a couple reasons. I know when Maul Patrick says Rory, talk about it, he disagrees. Keep going. <laughs> okay, okay. No, no, that's, good, that's okay. I like that. I like that. No, no, I, I think that's good. I, look, I'll say this. Um, Maul and Rory aren't Maul and Rory without the Joe Budden brand. And I think there's no denying that. Now, some might argue that they helped elevate the Joe Budden podcast to where it is and became sort of, you know, Scotty Pippen and Dennis Rodman level on their own. To Joe Joe's would argue MJ. that Joe, Joe was saying, sorry to cut you off, but he was saying that yeah. it was all of them. They all built yes. this. This is not me. And you guys are just under me and like, I can do this without you. It was the chemistry that did it. So Right. And, and, and there's something to be said to that. But I will say this. You want to know how I, I feel like Maul and Rory really screwed up? is because Joe's homies, Ice and Ish, who stepped in for him, yeah. didn't do a bad job. I mean, at first they were all right. <laughs> yeah. they, did, they were all right. They're not, they don't have the same chemistry. The, the, they have the no media training at all. None. He has to tell them to talk into the mic. 
Yeah, not, none of them. None of them do. And and the, and the chemistry in the, uh, is a little bit different, uh, mm-hmm. for sure. But let's be honest. You tuned in to the Joe Budden podcast once or twice a week. Because first and foremost, if in terms of the hierarchy of opinions that you wanted to listen to, was okay. Joe's. Yeah. It was always Joe's. And Joe was smart enough to know that that's how people felt. Mm-hmm. Right? And I also think Joe said to himself, I don't need y'all. I got options. <laughs> Joe, I got options. Look, look, he's got a partnership potentially with DJ Academics right around the corner. If he wants to do the whole everyday struggle thing again, I think academics. You know, he brings that, but he brings right? that brand back. Yeah, but he brings the brand back. You, you tell me that's not going to put eyes. And I'll and I'll tell you something that I think is even on the low. You know, potential hookup with him and Charlemagne. Yeah, talk about because you said that he was silent during this whole thing. Charlemagne has said. I'm. A, I listen to the Breakfast Club every single morning. And I have for the last nine years or so, every single morning, I don't miss it. I don't miss it. Charlemagne the God has not criticized the past Joe Budden, and a half. Not, not clowned him when, come on, when has Charlemagne ever passed up an opportunity uh, to clown yeah. somebody? Yeah. Uh, and he and Joe have that very adversarial relationship, right? Like that, that's sort and of their add, thing. They've done that for, he's done that to, for Rory and Maul specifically. Like he's had oh, smoke for them specifically. 100%. Yes, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And he has said nothing. And I think you can either, you can either chalk it up to Charlemagne's growth as a person, or you could chalk it up, <laughs> which I don't think so. No. Or you could, or you could chalk it up to the fact that, you know, he understands that, that this is still a business at the end of the day and there is business to be had. Look, I, I, I like Rory and Maul. I really do. I think Rory and Maul, Provide. Yeah. I think they grew on me quite a bit. Um, I thought some of Maul's takes were whack as hell, but I, but oh, you yeah. know what though? That's crazy. But you know what though? That's great. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds just like Maul. <laughs> That's crazy. That sounds just like Maul. But 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 I'll, but I'll say this: what makes a good um, audio communicator is not that I agree with you; is that I'm entertained by you and that I want to listen to the things that you have to say, whether I agree with them or not. And both Rory and Maul really came into their own. Uh, I think before the Spotify deal, but especially over the last two years or so, they've really come into the deal. I think that they have really made a miscalculation here. And I think uh, if they, I'm not saying they're going to go into their own business and do their own podcast. The only time people are, they're not allowed to for a year, but the only time anybody's going to listen to a mall and Rory podcast is if it is them reacting that first initial reaction video to Joe. And then after that, nobody cares. (laughs) Nobody gives a damn what you have to say. And the thing is, people only are going to want to tune into them to hear them trash Joe. And if they're not there to trash Joe, nobody's going to care. And that's where I think they messed up. Like, yeah, their takes work because of the the dynamic. What do you think, Patrick? Because you you disagree, I think. No, 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 no. I actually don't disagree. Okay. Um, Initially, listening up to the pod, yo, first of all, his pods are very long, first of all. Oh my like, gosh! You gotta yeah. take him in, in in pieces. That's why I yeah, tell people yeah. about our podcast. No, no, but so I was listening and like halfway through, I was like, okay, I don't think they were wrong. And then as you get to the end of it, I was like, man, yeah, I felt like you guys. They they definitely went about this the wrong way. And to take it a step further too is just I don't listen to his pod often, like the Joel Button pod mm-hmm. often, but I listen for his opinion on things like you guys said. And also, I don't. I had no idea who these guys were beforehand. I had no idea that like I went just to, his uh, homies. I went to Duse uh, Duse Palooza. I didn't even know yeah, that was no. Rory <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I even know that until listening <laughs> to him bring it up on the pod. So like yeah. they don't have that brand recognition that Joe has, and it's 
I, I don't know whether how they're going to bounce back from this, but I also know on the flip side of that, Joe's had a history of this Ooh. sabotage. I'm not going to call it sabotage, but he's had yeah. a history of these yes. bad breakups with business partners in media. Like everywhere he's been has ended badly. Would it's you say very on brand? But would you say that this might be the? It was still messy, but the cleaning, the cleanest of the messy. Mm. Uh, I don't, I don't know that uh, clean in the sense that he's not going to have necessarily massive legal troubles out of this, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean. He's had his issues with. But the Tahiri podcast still goes on, like, like, like that's what I mean. Like the business is still going to go on. It just yeah. doesn't go on with those guys. He did mention, unfor- like, he was just like, honestly, like, I don't understand why you guys were looking into me. Like, I'm honestly richer without you guys. Yes. You know, you know what though, but you know what though, I'll tell you something. It's not even an issue of, to me, it's not an issue of right or wrong here. Right. Cause I don't think that Maul or Rory are wrong. We're wrong to say, Hey, look, we've elevated, we've helped to elevate this podcast. We're trying to, you know, make sure that we're getting paid properly. Right. I don't think that they were wrong. I don't think Joe was wrong to say, uh, yes. I also don't think Joe was wrong to say, sit your ass down and relax and don't bite the hand that feeds you. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But I still think, you know, Maul and Rory had to realize that you don't win a chip without Joe. Ooh. Right. But I don't, but I, but I think Joe feels like I can win a chip without you. And I think what you're going to see is, and we, I don't know if he's right or wrong. I have no idea that remains to be seen. But the one thing about Joe Budden is we, we, we hate it. There are people that hate him. They, yeah. they can't stand him. They think that he's a screw up, that he messes, he sabotages everything but he makes people listen to the things that he has to say. Let, let me ask you, let me ask you guys this question. The second Drake drops certified lover boy, who are you going to listen to? Who do you want to go <laughs> I see? would love to hear Joe oh, Budden's take on that. And Joe I don't know Charlemagne. Those are the first Charlemagne, like not really, because I feel like he's not even be genuine based off of his yeah, dumb take that hate. he had. But yes. Joe's like, I always, from when I started listening to Joe, I started valuing his opinion because he would have beef with people. He would technically hate them but the moment they drop some music he's like yo listen all that shit aside the music still still give you the flowers and drake's album was crazy m's album was whack and it has nothing to do with my my beef with him yeah you know but he's gonna tell you so that's what i that yeah i agree like that that's one of the first places i'd love to see or go go to 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 see you know what's funny oh go ahead ahead. no 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 go ahead patrick no i was gonna say like i was listening to the pod i didn't even realize that rory was an audit because one of the dudes sounds exactly like rory to me oh it was probably his uh manager ian was on there yeah ian like yeah i think parks was still there of course because i know parks was there but yeah one one of the guys sounded like i don't to me he sounds just like rory so and they're basically the yes men like Okay, so to wrap this whole situation up, let's just get some predictions here as far as how we feel or what direction. Like both, both can you can answer to both how you feel the Joe Budden podcast is going to go from here, and what what kind of route is he going to go from here? Because I feel like he wants to give Ice and Ish their own pod or like something separate if he's going to continue to have these guys as personalities. but I don't know if his podcast is just going to end up with like him and I don't know, fucking Savon and Parks and, you know, maybe Ian might be a person on the pod now. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, I don't think he continues the podcast with Ish and Ice. I think that'd be a mistake yes. um, uh, to continue with 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 the three of them, because Ish and, Ish and Ish have openly said we don't 
care about podcasting. We don't care yeah. about doing this, which by the way, something Maul said a little bit too openly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that, I think that I think that's going to hurt him quite a bit. Uh, I actually think button is going to go for a bigger play. I still think the DJ academics thing, which is a major part in all this, by the way, yeah. um, I, I think that there's an academics play there. I think uh, academics and button fell out because of some issues with complex and that being mm-hmm. third party with, with Joe kind of having his own platform with act having his own platform and it gives them more power, gives them more say. I really think that you're going to see and hear a button academics um what was academics say, saying about this so acad <laughs> so dj academics and rory have have this weird have this beef yeah uh basically academics thinks rory and maul prior to them leaving the bot podcast are just clowns and he <laughs> and he's been saying that forever and he was actually on his twitch um earlier this week and he said that rory sent him a uh i, I want to say it was like a cease and desist letter some sort of some sort of some sort of threat yeah. So some wow. sort of threat. And he just been clowning Rory and clowning Rory and clowning Rory. And the one thing you notice is that Budden, Joe Budden never stepped up publicly and defended his guys against academics. And I think Rory felt a ways about that um, because Rory's not stupid. He knows that academics, as much as I think he's a clown, the boy's got an audience. And, and, and he can't do that. He's a man Oh shoot! Scared the hell out of me. Joe Budden's here. I'm like, surprise, Sham. Joe has been listening this whole time. The whole time, <laughs> right? Like, where the hell? Good drop. I love that drop. Right. Um, but yeah, so so academics is kind of like that petty bitch in, in in this in this sort of weird sort of uh, situation right now. Uh, but I, I could totally see academics and Joe teaming up. And listen, it'll do numbers. Every time they do, too. it'll be, it'll, it'll do, it'll do numbers like you would not believe. So yeah, we'll see what happens. What do you think, Patrick? Yeah, I, I definitely think there is a bigger plan. I don't know if it's going to be with academics, but I, I think Joe's definitely going to be on some bigger and better things. Like I think the pod as we know it, will will come to an end. Like it's going to be something mm. completely different. But like, look at us. We've gone through, we went, had we had four hosts. Yeah. So we had three, now we have two. Yeah. The pod is different now for sure than it was when it was three and four. For sure. It's definitely not dead. That, that's that's a good point. That's so who knows? Point. Like, is this just gonna be a different podcast? Are we just gonna have to get used to something different from the Joe Budden podcast? It'll still be in essence the yeah. same. Um, but like in the way that they they deliver, maybe it'll just be a different, just a different sound that we'll just have to get used to. Maybe I say I say this for podcasts, and there's very few podcasts that I know of where it's just one person talking, one person telling a story, or whatever the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe telling a story is a little bit different, but Joe's gonna have to find at least one other person that can be that that sounding board where he can bounce that like a B, like yeah. he's a that you need he yeah. needs to be. So who who's gonna fill that role? You know what I mean? Like and knowing his history. Who's he going to go to now to fill that role? And that's why I think the challenge will be. It's Parks. That was good. That was good. <laughs> um, I have uh, another topic, uh, an, a messy one as well. Oh, I love Wait, messy. do we go messy or do we start with J. Cole? Because we can split up the mess. No, no, no. Let's go messy. Then we, then we cleanse. Then we go. Then we go. 
Cleanse it with J. Cole. <laughs> Cleanse it with J. Cole. <laughs> okay, Messi. Um, we all know that um, J-Lo was single for like 30 seconds, apparently. <laughs> Her and A-Rod didn't work out 30 seconds ago, and then... Uh, allegedly, there was some tampering going on. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> there was some tampering going on, and um, Bruce Wayne, aka Ben Affleck, yes, came through and swooped her back. And if you didn't know, uh, or you were born in the two thousands, Benifer was a thing. Um, how do you guys feel about that? And like, let's talk about this first because this is not the actual topic that I want okay, to talk about. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, yeah. I'm down with it, man. I don't like A Rod, so <laughs> you're like down with A Rod. Go Batman. <laughs> Yo, honestly, I'm like, if I can see A Rod lose, no, I, I shouldn't say that because whatever. No, Sounds I'm, personal. I'm, I'm, you're I'm, like, he beat up on my Jays. Honestly, he did. He used to kill us all the time, man. But um, I just there's something about him that just seems off and fake to me. So. Yeah, I'm down to see J Lo with someone else or someone whoever else other other than other than A Rod. Um, I don't think this will last either, but that's that's a different story. J Lo is out here living her very best life. She will continue to hop from man to man. Mm-hmm. I will continue to support her in every way, shape, or form because I absolutely mm-hmm. love the mess. And what I really want, what I want mm-hmm. for for the culture, what I want for the timeline is I need a Geely Part Two. Uh, I I need to see that. that? I, I need <laughs> I need a Gili part two. I need them. I need her. That? I need her and Ben Affleck to do another shitty movie together. You know what's gonna happen? That, He's gonna direct that you. just that just makes the timeline go crazy. Oh, and and then I want him to I break need a up. Gone and Girl too, where he gets his uh, spicy Ooh. Latina chick. Ooh. He, he leaves now. a crazy girl and goes to. Come on now, the content. Is, listen, in my industry, I love it. I want more. I want more mess. And then oh, I want Jayla to go back to Diddy or Love or whatever the hell he's calling him back. Thank you. That's, that's, that's what we need. That's what we need. That's what I need. Yeah. That's what I need. That's what I need. Jenny, we need Jenny from the block back in the hip hop game, back with hip hop royalty. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I have another clip to support the same related topic here. Because I want to bring this to to reality and people that we know. Sometimes we know people that date people and they just can't, like, even though the relationship is over, they just find a new boyfriend like 30 seconds later. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a clip to play here to to springboard this this question that I have. Where is it? Okay, here we go. This is this guy who is reacting after finding out that his friend um, got back to, got back together with his ex, so somewhat it's, it's not the same situation, but something similar, got back okay. to his ex three days after he spent bare time giving him advice. So this is his his friend's reaction to being like, "Yo, actually, I got back together with Shorty." This is my friend after finding out I went back to my ex after giving me three days worth of advice. Speaking of a chair right now, guys. Um, is this a UK roadman? Get the Nocta jacket. 
um, so this was a, somebody going back to their ex, but have you ever had a friend that could not be single? And have you ever been this frustrated before? <laughs> because they could. <laughs> you see my eyes, bro? Like, yo. <laughs> Your eyes look like when, when you saw the Kawhi shot. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo, there's those are the type of friends that make you just want to cuss them out and say, don't ask me, don't talk to me about this ever again. Because uh-huh. you give they ask for your advice. It's different if they don't ask for advice, but when they come to you, like, bro, like, yo, here's the situation. They already know. They already know. It's like, don't come here. You already made up your mind. You're gonna do what you want to do. So don't ask me for advice. Don't do you know when they ask you the advice? And do you know, like, right when they're about to ask you the advice, you'd be like, I'm going to give you the mid advice because I know I'm going to be wasting my breath. The, the first time, the first time, no. But then they, like, you get to know the friend. Mm. You no, know, you know, like, if you're good friends with them, you know that they're just going to do, they're going to run back to what's safe, what's comfortable. Shem, tell me about your friend. Well, this is a safe space, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Nobody's um, listening. It's just us. <laughs> <laughs> so I was that person. <laughs> would go back. Man. Like freely and really okay, and truly. Perfect. Tell I, me, tell me why. Well, I mean, how how family friendly can I get? I mean, you, you really want to know why I kept going back? It's, it's whatever. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes when it's good. Mm. <laughs> It's good. You know what I'm saying? So so sometimes you just you go back to I, I used to date this toxic ass girl. I mean mm. toxic. Mm. We we used to argue and fight and it, it was just never good. There was there was never anything good between the two of us, but we had really good sexual chemistry and perfect. Um, yep. Yo, A one on the drops. A one. Thank you. It's been a minute. I need to drop 30 sooner or later. A one on the drops. Look, it was great, but we were terrible for each other. We used to fight and I, I used to tell my buddy, Chris, shout out to my buddy, Chris. And we used to, uh, I used to go to him always just be like, man, you know, cheated or man you know we had a fight or yeah but you know it's just it's hard it's hard to get that up sometimes it's really hard to give that up and 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 aside from like the physical side of things Mm. uh she was this girl was the person that i had dated right uh first right after i had gotten divorced Mm. uh so it took me a while to sort of uh open up my heart again and when i opened up my heart again i felt this person i felt hard you're in your life this is it Right. I was like, I'm not going to get screwed over again. I'm not going to have my heart broken again. So I, I would do whatever I could to latch on and to hold on. Right. And so I was that friend for about two years. I was 100% um, annoying as hell. I was constantly going back to somebody that I knew was horrible for me. And even now I think to myself, man, if I had, had I just shown just a little bit of strength, I would have saved myself a year, a year of just bullshit heartache you know but so i get it i get it man I, i'm guilty guilty is charged so, for sure as a man who's been that person before <clears throat> when you're asking the advice are you truly seeking no like the truth or, or do you just want to hear what you no. want to hear and if you don't hear it you're gonna are, are you actually even like saying well she's not that bad are you like sticking up for the situation yep. and like trying to justify it and just hearing somebody say i hear you shem you're right actually you and know then- what keep going and then I get mad when you don't 
when you don't <laughs> like listen to what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? When you when you, you don't when get you it. tell me no, yeah. no, the thing is I but that's the thing. I always knew what they were saying was right. Right. I always knew it, but I just mm. didn't want to hear it. Yeah. Right. And 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 because he would constantly tell me the same thing over and over again, which I knew to be true, I just didn't want to face facts because I a didn't want to give up that physical chemistry. I a I b didn't want to start over again. Right. It, it's why it's wild to think that you know when we're in our thirty, our early thirties and our twenties, we think Listen, starting Patrick, a relationship man. again. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> we start we start thinking to ourselves, oh man, I don't want to start over as if we're so old. <laughs> as if, as if we're just, and I'm like, yo, we haven't even lived yet. Life's you know what I mean? Like yeah, it hasn't even started yet. So I've been I've been that guy, man. I, I I can't even lie about that. I've been that guy. And uh it's not always easy, but it's it's only when you finally get out of it you realize, damn, I was toxic as hell and i wasted so much time like i it just sometimes mm. kick yourself sometimes with how much time you end up wasting that's fair I've, I've been in the scenario where like not that i went back but it's i should have left earlier you know what i mean mm. like things should have been just done from before oh i think i do know that patrick yes i i was that guy that was throwing a chair around and, and yeah I do remember. <laughs> i've been him before and it was you <laughs> thanks patrick wow wow <laughs> i'm glad you figured told it on, out told on myself <laughs> no. no but honestly it's it's i get it when you're in this situation it's tough right but mm-hmm. there are there are times where like i've had to be the friend where it's like yo just we're not talking about this we'll talk about anything else but this this topic right here i can't i can't help you with this one no, you know what real. i mean you just got to be that friend sometimes and let them figure it out and to your point shem like they will figure it out at some point they will realize that like i think yeah i think i've been like that person like when i'm the person giving you the advice the more and more that you quote unquote fuck up (laughs) by Mm -hmm. sticking around longer than you should the more brutal i kind of and unforgiving and unapologetic i kind of get because i'm trying to get to the asshole i'm trying to dig i'm trying to be like listen (laughs) bam she sucks she's whack (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you guys don't look good together. This is disgusting. Mm. It hurts Ooh. my soul Ooh. to see you two together. Not that I've like this is not something I've said verbatim to anybody. No, no, no. no, no. For yeah, painting right. the picture, this is I'm performing, guys. This is a podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like that's what I've said to somebody. <laughs> that's what I've said to somebody. Essentially, yeah, it's bad, man. But I'm not sure if that's helped. Like I don't know. If, like, like <laughs> yeah. you to you guys, does, does well to you guys. Would would somebody getting a little bit more cutthroat with their criticisms? Would that help? No, it makes me dig in. It it may, and it did. It'll it just become. It'll become more. this. Yeah, it ends up being a fight. It ends up being. Mm-hmm. Well, it ends up being. Well, fuck you. What the hell you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously, right? Yeah, and, and you know yeah, what's wild yeah. is that a lot of the times the advice that I would get were, were coming from single friends. Mm. Right, so I'd be like, Yo, "Who the hell are you? You ain't got no man, or you got no woman. Who the hell are you to tell me differently?" Yet I was the one going to them, <laughs> seeking out their advice, and then getting upset when they would give me their advice. You know mm. what I mean? Like that's stupid, stupid, and toxic. Hello, toxic. Um, I have. Well, to- you said toxic, and it was a trigger word for me because I have a theory that, like, when we get out of this quarantine and stuff, toxic is just going to be like a a type of man or woman that people will pursue because they know exactly what they're going to get. Oh, they know what they're they know what the vibes are. Oh, yeah, that's just it's that's a theory I'm working be, on. It's about to be so nasty out in these streets when <laughs> it comes to dating. World. It's going to get people are going to just be dating anything with roaring twenties <laughs> again. With, Yo, with a heartbeat. 20s, I'm dead. <laughs> anything with a anything with a heartbeat, 
Every oh, poor people going in. It's gonna get nasty. The out first here. person that touches you, it's gonna be like, ooh. Game. Ooh, what is, is that? I've never been touched, I've never been touched by a human <laughs> yeah. in what is that? two years. <laughs> Last person that touched me vaxxed me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have one last ratchet topic before we go to J. Cole to purify us with the same. <laughs> um, so speaking of dating, yeah, speaking of being single mm. in Japan, sometimes women are single. Some of these women that are single are renting a boyfriend. Mm. Come again, they're renting boyfriends for upwards of $915 a day. Yeah, Shem is like, do you, he looks at me like this is an ACN meeting and I told him I could change <laughs> Yeah, yeah, life. yeah. He's like, <laughs> He's like, tell me more. Yes, th- I'll get you on this loom. Don't worry, I'll get you on this loom. No, no problem. <laughs> oh, loom. Damn. Shout out to all my Scarbo people that, that Everyone knows know about loom. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> loom. That's a loom. Yo, why you say Scarbo too? Yo, I'm going to fight you, right? <laughs> no it originated, it was, it was a virus that originated Originated in Scarborough <laughs> oh, and all through the city. Yo, this said a virus. Guy's foul. <laughs> this guy's foul. Oh no, I hate you for saying. Honestly, loom. though, and Scarborough. Um, <laughs> anyways, forget about about the loom, the the, the rent a boyfriend thing. Let me let this TikTok guy explain it to you. Okay. Okay. Chinese women are renting boyfriends and you're not going to believe how much they're paying for them. Instead of dealing with relationship problems, women in Japan are turning to a new option where they can hire a man to get the relationship experience. They hire these men which they call hosts to take them out on romantic dates, watch movies with them, and even cuddle with them at night. And these hosts are actually ranked by the amount of money they bring in so the best ones will always cost a lot more. But you can expect to pay approximately $915 a night for a host. Do you guys understand? Do you guys understand? You said um, host. I thought you said a hoe. Oh, I know. I, I, I heard, heard hoe. Too. I, was I like, heard oh. hoe. I was like, like, really? That's easy. the going right now? That's going right for a hoe. <laughs> um, so do you guys understand? Like, do, do, does it make sense to you? Like, why a woman would pay upwards of $915 for a rent-a-boyfriend where they can go to the movies and cuddle with him for a night for, for a grand? Is that what it's um, called? Or is this wild? Yeah, uh, it's the company that I'm starting. It's uh, like yeah, Japanese it's like LLC. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> I have I have a bunch of I, yeah, I, like I have a roster that LLC I'm building. Yeah, I have a roster that I'm building. <laughs> Red to men. Look, I, I I oh my god, I, I would say that that's I would say shout out to the guys, right? Because if you really because if you really think about it, right? Like Let's go. you don't have to deal. You don't got to deal. With you ain't got to deal with none of the drama. You're just there. To, you're just there for a temporary lease type situation. And then you could just give your month's notice and you out and you don't got to deal with it afterwards. Bro. Oh, come on. That's a win. You're I don't here know for- why a woman would want to sign up for that. Exactly. That's nuts to me. You're here City for a good time 10. and not a long time. Like, let's go, man. Like, yeah. yo, that City Boys are up right now. Just saying right now. It's a hot mm-hmm. boy hey, summer. Um, yep. My so producer I- says gross. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Men have been doing this for centuries. Men have been paying men have been paying for the, the girlfriend experience, if you will, for, for centuries, yeah. maybe decades. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'll go decades. So it's it's about time that the tables flip and <laughs> men collect. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Listen, I, I think. Anyone who's single out there and wants to do this, I say do it. <laughs> My producer said, take that energy to, to Japan. 
I'm, 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 I'm fine. I, I am happily engaged, fiancéed. I'm good. <laughs> it's like, it's not me. I'm just proud me. of my mandem. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, good for them. I mean, if if that's what people want, and if you can afford to have a boyfriend for $915 a night, and as a man, you're able to transact in a way that leaves you with a happy customer or girlfriend for the night. I mean, how how hard is it? God bless you. (laughs) How hard is it, really? Show her a good time, go for dinner, make her laugh. 9.50 later? Gone. What? Uh, Yeah, word. Okay, yeah, it's a valid point. So producer says (laughs) she can't understand how you know, a woman would pay for that. That's Imagine what I do- said. When men are doing it for would- free. Yes. Why would you ever pay for that? And listen, Let them pay. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not saying <laughs> this anymore. guy's like, <laughs> like right. <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong. You're no, but go, go ahead, Chef. Go ahead. No, no, but you're right, though. Like, why, why the hell would a woman want to really pay to do this this is nuts but I, again i'm not mad at them i'm not mad at the madman for that do you do you make your money nine 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 how much nine hundred and fifteen dollars so, 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 you're, so you're telling me two nights and you got rent for the month you got a mortgage payment <laughs> yeah. oh come on come on man sign me up <laughs> yeah mean, i got bills to pay yo right you can do that for like four <laughs> nights and kick it what Easy. four nights that's not even a full week no, <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. Yo, seri- we should get company. like the serial daters, like the J Lo's of the world, oh, to just do this and make money, and we'll own the company. Yo, not J Lo because she's good, but like the ones that are like relationship wise yeah, built like yeah. J Lo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm. That's a fuck. I like yeah, this. Rent a man them. We'll talk Rent about man them. Rent a man them. I don't. I think you would have to take rent a man them to another market. Like rent a man them doesn't work in Toronto. No, However, no, you're right. You're you right. take rent a man them to like. I don't know what 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 would our top markets be? Maybe like uh, would it be closer to like the northern states? Will we go foreign like in the UK and whatnot? I think we gotta whatnot? go foreign. We, I think we gotta go foreign, yo. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta go, go where we're sure. exotic. You know what I mean? Oh my God, like Turks or Tulum, Ooh, one of them places. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. go there. Maybe Dubai. You know Dubai. I mean? Dubai. Yes, Dubai. 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 Dubai could get messy though, because they do some wild. I mean, at least I've heard. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you might be paying a little extra more for that nine fifteen in Dubai. You I, bro, I, I already see. I already nuts. see the the, the promo graphic. Rent a mandem has gone global. We're now <laughs> operating in Dubai. <laughs> oh. Dubai Emirates, let's go. Rent a guy in Dubai. Oh my rent a guy. God. Rent a guy. You know, take it offline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take it offline. We're done. We're done. We're done. You're right. You're right. 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 Oh, man. Um, so all right. Let's cleanse this. Let's cleanse us a little bit. Yes. So J. Cole dropped his album. What's it called with the burning basketball? Sorry, I don't mean to be disrespectful. I'm just wired that way. The off season. The off season. <laughs> this guy is the worst. <laughs> so J. Cole dropped the off season after he dropped the interlude um, first before he dropped anything. Mm-hmm. The internet went ablaze. Mm-hmm. Then he dropped a, a freestyle. The internet re-erupted. And then 
he dropped the album this i guess look friday yes sir go one for part it. you forgot what part what i miss the news about him joining the basketball league oh yeah he's gonna be playing basketball in rwanda which is oddly tied to this rollout because exactly. he's got the burning basketball net and whatever let's start there first do we like the artwork because i um don't <laughs> I, just don't. I know you feel about basketball did that did that touch your soul did that hurt yes. It didn't, no, it didn't hurt my yes. soul. You guys are just triggering no. me to get, you guys are trying to rise me to get a reaction. Basically, I just, like, I don't understand what it is. I don't understand what he means. Do you guys get it? And if you could make sense of it, maybe I'll understand it and my opinion changes. You, you're the cool head, not me, man. That's all you. <laughs> you're the I mean, cool head, not me. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say I get it, but, like, it's not, it's not horrible. <laughs> it's not horrible. It's not aesthetically, like, displeasing. No. It. It's, I, you get it? Explain. It's Loud enough so everybody can hear. It's called off-season, no? So he burned the basketball net because the off-season. In the off-season, off he was lighting up hoops and lighting up tracks. That's how I'm reading it. Oh, snap. Oh, damn. damn. Everybody's been waiting for everybody to do something. Music-wise, the greats. And that's what he was doing in off season. He was doing both. We don't got a drop for that. Cause that, that deserves, that's hard. That, that representation that of both. Um, you, you, that's hard. Don't be a bomb. Yo, my third <laughs> eye just opened, yo. Holy shit. Damn. God damn. Um, uh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. What the hell are you supposed to say after that? That's a mad intellectual. It makes sense. Yeah. Okay. He's an intellectual. He is. He is. He didn't want you to see it for 10 seconds and be like, I get it. He wanted you to like sit on it. Yeah. So he wanted me to yeah. sit. Yeah, because he like dropped Jay Holier, you have to come back to it and hear it again. And it's like, true. Yeah. It's true. You gotta so listen he drops to it with the interlude. The so he gives you that, he gives you the interlude. He's like, make sense of this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cole's okay, a person you gotta like, he, he's gonna, I, I hate the term bar you down, but you gotta listen to the bars. Like, you gotta That's listen right. to the lyrics. Yeah. That's right. And he and he's coming through with the arrogance on this one, which is great. I'm not even meaning it as a diss. I love when my rappers are arrogant. So if he if that's where this is all coming from, where he's just like on some yo, that's the vi visuals I'm giving you. I'm giving you an interlude. You make sense of it. You can't. Guess what? Here's a whole album. Have fun. And he's starting that track with that Cameron joint. Well, it's not a Cameron joint, but you know he got Cameron talking shit on there. He got Lil John ad libs on there, and he's just. He's he's basically saying I'm me. I am here in the game. This is who I am. You guys know who I am, anyways. This is what it is. Um, I, I was gonna yeah. kind of ask a question. Shaq, is that cool? You guys, I have a yeah. question for you guys when it comes to the release of this. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like? I think all releases are obviously are obviously uh, strategic, right? For sure. Absolutely. Um, do you feel as though he had always planned to drop it in May or with? The Drake rumors of CLB coming out soon, you know, TDE teasing that somebody was coming soon. And you, we all thought it was Kendrick uh, that Cole said, you know what, let me go ahead and get my stuff out first, because once Drake and Kendrick drop, it's the conversation changes and suddenly he becomes the Carmelo Anthony of that draft. To their that is the best comparison. That's, that's a you hot take. That's a hot Ooh, take. I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I love it. This was cooking for a minute. Yeah, I, 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 I will say, like he did. I think maybe beginning of the year or even end of last year, he barely goes on social media, but he did post something mm -hmm. cryptic, like 
yo, I got these projects coming, but he didn't say when. But I think you are onto something. Plural? Because, yeah, he's got like a... I think I'm the joint it. thing with uh, there's a joint thing with somebody else, isn't with it? Some, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called now, mm. but um, the the fall off is the next thing that he's working mm. on. Um, but I think you're right though, Shem, because Drake was supposed to drop already. Drake was supposed mm-hmm. to be what January, and then it was there were rumors at April. But I think you're right. I think he looked at the timing, and we know Kendrick's coming. Punch already said Kendrick's coming, so I think you're definitely onto something there, man. Do you think? Do you think it was just like he was had this ready to drop from Q4 last year? Certified, uh, certified lover boy was supposed to drop in January. That shit got pushed, and then he's just kind of sat back and he's like, "Okay, that's not coming out anytime soon." But then we started hearing the rumblings of TDE starting to come through. So now he he probably was like, "Okay, I'm gonna hit the trigger," and he had this plot pretty much already laid out before he said, "Okay, interlude, boom, 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 boom." Yeah, I I 100% think that way, and I think look. Again, look at it uh, um, like an NBA draft class, right? I think, you know, Drake, Kendrick, Cole, Drake, Kendrick, Cole are always going to sort of be tied together, uh, you know, the three of them. And let's be real. People are waiting on Kendrick to drop, not just because he's great, mm-hmm. but because of with all this stuff that's been happening in the world, the racial um, tensions, you're kind of thinking that Kendrick's going to address that in some way, shape, or form in his music, and you're anticipating that, and you're looking forward to that. Drake you know, you don't expect Drake to, to tackle social issues, but he's Drake and people are going to yeah. listen to the biggest artist in the world, period. What's that outside of Cole fans? What is that sort of thing that you're looking for specifically from Cole to talk about or to speak about? Because he's not going to hit you with a club record. And and I think from a from a conscious level and a social justice level, you know, you, you probably want to hear from Kendrick more than you want to hear from Cole. So I think Cole is like, let me make sure I get my stuff out first and I'll give and I'll give him credit. You know, he kind of if you really look at it, he kind of dropped the perfect he kind of dropped an album that's a little mix of Drake and a little mix of Kendrick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When, when, yeah. And, he, and he kind of fit right in between by dropping this project. At the same time, I think in doing that, he might run the risk of getting sort of left behind and forgotten in a in, in a very similar way that you know i think mellow has kind of gotten forgotten That's a, that is yeah, the greatest description uh, as so to like good. who his nba comparison is yeah i love it like was, did you was, did you yeah. give credit if you stole it no i seriously just yeah, seriously just here thinking about it now straight off the top straight off the <laughs> top listen, listen man i'm an executive <laughs> producer you hear me don't you be disrespecting me <laughs> You're fucking right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. Um, yeah, but seriously. So I wasn't sure, and yeah. I was I was talking to to my producer here previous to us recording. Um, I I wasn't sure if me listening to this album because I listened to it twice. I, I wasn't listening to it like bar for bar twice. Certain songs I listened to more so than the others, but or I was paying attention more so than others. But I I wasn't sure if like is it an evolution in my palette as you guys have heard? I don't know if you've, well, Shem, I started listening to like Sir and TDE and all this other yep. stuff that is not trap and like club and hype type shit that I'm used to listening to. Yep. Um, I started doing that in the past year or so. So I'm not sure if it was me. Is it the beat selection? Because I know that the the list of the producers that are included on here are, are, are the ones that I listen to. Um, I don't know if it's like, the collaboration level where J. Cole in the past couple of years has started to tap into people like Lil Baby and 21 Savage. And those are people that I listen to. So perhaps the the um the whole projects are and, and all these songs are just a little bit more listenable versus like the what I would refer to as sleepy. 
Like, I don't think that's a thing anymore. I, I will I will say this. I think it's a combination of all three. I think, okay. Shaq, you're getting older. Yes. You know, you're, you're growing up. I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, <man. 30 laughs> uh, but, <laughs> no, but, but seriously, like, um, the past couple of J. Cole albums, he's produced everything himself. He's done everything himself. There were mm. very few features. If they were, it was Dreamville artists that he worked with. Um, this album, he purposely has said, like, why was he do- like he's he wants to work with other artists now he's being more open to doing collabs doing features mm-hmm. um you know working with other producers so i think that has helped for sure um so i think it's a combination of all those points man like i think cole realized that he was only impact or only having certain fans listen to his music like just cole fans but now by doing this he expands the palette to people like you you know people who just didn't really care about his drop yeah it doesn't feel like a cult following anymore yeah mm. also the times have changed people are not just in the club or just in the that's true everyone's so true. in kind of the same situation so it's a different space so you're hearing things you're receiving things no matter who you are what your palate is used to Big facts. Next yeah. episode, I'm gonna give you a mic. She needs a mic. Next, I'm giving you a mic next episode. I don't care if you say you want it or not. Yeah, but um, I agree. I just cleaned the bathroom before this. I'm not dressed for space. You guys look. You understand? I could give you. I could give you a mic, and you can still sit there. So parks. Part yeah, you can literally be the parks of this shit. Just the voice of God coming through, but um. But yeah, I agree. I think there's it's a combination. I I, I think so. Um, was there a favorite on here? Was there a moment? Were there a couple of moments that you guys found noteworthy, worth bringing up? Because I saw the NBA Twitter was going crazy off the Dame snippet. Mm-hmm. I need to re-listen because I I missed that. Like I, I was me too. Yeah, I missed, I missed well. it. But um, uh, did you guys have moments? Yeah, I liked um a hundred mil. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that was good. Of course, applying pressure like. Um, and then the one with Lil Baby, like, Pride is the Devil. Pride is the Devil is my favorite. And that was before favorite. Lil Baby came through. And I was like, Facts. okay, this is where Facts. I'm growing. Because I, I didn't even see Lil Baby coming through. Facts. I didn't read the featuring. I yeah. just listened. Yeah. And, like, I say that all the time. Like, I I 100% wholeheartedly agree that Pride is a downfall. Malik says that shit every men. day. Like, Pride, will, Pride will literally destroy you. It will ruin mm. everything you've built. So, and what he's preaching on there, is, or what he's rapping about on there is, is facts, man. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Shem? Yeah, no, the, the baby record, I mean, stands out. Baby collapse, sorry, stands out. Uh, I love the way it starts, though. I also love the way the whole project starts with 95 South, I think the name of the record is, yeah. with that camera yeah, on set. I mean, camera. come on. Like, and again, like he 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 started out the he started out the album and it made me sit up for a second. Cause I'm with you, Jack. Like when I think of J. Cole, I'm thinking. All right, it's gonna just be some something mid something that only his Cole fans could really understand, and that's cool. Let me find I my indica. Let me find my finest indica to enjoy this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it's true though. But then when I heard it, I was like, oh, okay. So I mean, we all know Cole can snap. We all know Cole can spit. Yeah. It's never been about his ability, but that production just hit different. And I and you know, I think your producer is a thousand percent right. I think the times that we are in. We're not all we're not all out at clubs, you know, where, where you can hear this sort of music. You know, uh, we're, we're listening to it in different spaces with different headspaces as well. 
And when I heard it, I heard it in my car. Cause that's where I like to listen to albums yeah, first. Yeah, like I, I like, smart. I love listening to albums in the car. I don't want to listen to it off my phone, sitting in my room. That's just weird. This is moody. It's highly disrespectful. You know what I mean? It's projects. Sit there on my phone and just listen to it. No, no Bluetooth speaker or nothing. Um, no, I, li- 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 I listened to my car this morning and I was just like, yeah, this is like, oh, wow. Okay. Cole's coming different. And I thought the whole project from start to finish from a production standpoint from a beat mm. standpoint and i mentioned this either at the top of the podcast or just before he reminds me so much of nas in that sense mm-hmm. always can spit always could spit but just the production and the beat choices just weren't yeah. always at that level but on yeah. this project yeah home run so let me yeah. home run let me ask you guys a question then and i'm gonna i'm gonna spin this this just came up in conversation we had this week Shaq. so you might know where i'm mm. going with this but t-pain came out uh, there's a clip this week where he's talking about, you know, producers deserve more credit. They deserve the clout. Yeah. They determine, um, you know, what's hot, what's not. Um, what do you think about that, Shem? Just based on what you said, where like, and and you too, Shaq, where you're talking about the beat choices, the the production on Cole's albums really stopped you from kind of getting into listening to him a bit more. Now that the production's changed, it's a little bit different. Is, is that what brings you in? Is it the production first? Or is it like the lyrics and, and what's being said? Uh, again, I think it depends on where I'm listening to this to the music, right? If I'm sitting in a club, I don't, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not dying to hear something that's going to be super lyrical content. Give me something that's going to bump, that's going to make me move. But I will say this: I, I, yeah, I don't think producers get enough love and credit. But there's a certain, it still takes a certain level and caliber of artist to perform a record. Right. Like, for example, Dr. Dre could give me a, a dope ass beat and my dumb ass is never going to perform it as well as it could because I'm not a performer. Right. I don't I don't have that ability to do so. So well, people still listen, though, if the beats fire. But they will listen. Sure. But I mean, what what longevity do I have if I'm if I'm trash? Right. You know, and and, I, and again, like, I think you still have to have a level of performance to it. So I don't think that you can separate and say one is more important than the other. I, I think they have to go hand in hand. Um, yeah, it's tough. Uh, producers don't get enough credit. Though. I don't think T-Pain is, is, is wrong about that at all. I don't, I don't think it's one or the other. I think in certain genres, producers shine brighter um, than others. So in a, in a genre of hip hop where the J. Coles, the Nas is, even I'll even throw in there like the Benny the Butchers and yeah. those type of people that are just giving you bars. The producer matters. Yeah, I'm not going to say that they don't, but we're not drawn to it as much because of the producer. It's mo- mostly because of the, the, the artist. I think when you start going to like the down south stuff with the trap stuff, the, like the, the hype stuff, the one the, the songs that you want to hear in the club. That's where the producer is a star and they definitely get in the clout, which is why you're more so even hearing the producer tags on that type of music. Why Take do Keith. I know? Why do I know Take Keith by name? Why do I know Zaytoven? Why do I know um, yeah. Drummer Boy, Hip Boy? Why do I know all the boys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it works. It's yeah, easier to, 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 to be the, the, the focal point or at least a star worth some clout. In the in that kind of genre, and I, I and I'm not saying one like it's the right or the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. I think it just is the nature of the the, the music because the beat is almost equally a hero 
in that down south stuff and some of the trap stuff where the artist might not be as strong. You know, like, the artist doesn't have to be as strong when the beat is punching you to death. That's true. You know, and yeah. that's why that's where the, the the whole mumble rap thing, which yeah. honestly is like mumble rap is like the same way that like people tried to like loop black people in the BIPOC. I just hate those gigantic Ooh, groups. You know what I mean? Wow. But I don't like wow. talk about it. Talk wow. about it. You know talk what I mean? <laughs> mumble rap, talk they'll be like they'll, they'll take you, they'll they'll take like all these rappers, you know, like somebody who listens to everything, yeah. it's not they're all not the same. But yeah, they call it's, it all mumble rap. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, what? Yeah, it's wild to compare. Yeah, you're right. Because, you know, if you're just looking at the broad term of mumble rap, and I think that's a great point when you bring up Black people and BIPOC, <laughs> if you're looking at just mumble rappers and what people sort of define a mumble rapper to be, that means you're that means you're seeing designer and blow, and little Baby Thank are you. both are the, the same. same. And it's Thank like, you. wait, time out, time out, time yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> the guy that did the Panda record and Lil Baby, who's because, out here? Yeah. Oh just because I got crazy ad-libs doesn't mean that there's not substance. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Just because the beats aren't crazy. Don't know. They're not yeah, familiar they, to it. Sometimes they just don't know how to listen to that music, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. You hear the beat more than you actually hear the words, and then it's like... Well, don't get on the track with a fire-ass beat if you cannot rise to the occasion. Yo, Fair. come on, man. Listen, give that give, give, hand over the mic, man. What's wrong with you? Come on, hand over that mic control mic, right man. now, man. But I will also say there's there's a reason why J. Cole is not on a Metro booming beat. As much as I would love to hear that sound. That'd actually be and like I would love to hear stuff like that where they, you know, he's experiments, maybe has a couple moments with it. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't ever recommend as much as I would like to hear it that he switches over because then you're losing the reason why J. Cole is J. Cole. For he's sure. not going to be the one who's going to be the. He doesn't have to switch over to do a metro beat. He I don't want be, to. Just it could be a merriment of the two, it's and two I styles. think at the end of the day, going back to what you said earlier, when he was not having any features from anybody that was not Dreamville or any at all, mm-hmm. he was trying to prove a point, and I think he's proved the point, and now he could really do anything with anyone, and that's the point. And I think that's the point of this: is like shit is different, and I'm different, and you're different, and I can do anything. The producer's also unofficially part of TDE, it. if you didn't know. I was going to say, TDE. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's West Coast, over here. Shout out to LA, shout out to Compton, you know what I mean? Jeez. <laughs> Damn. Um, so, yeah, I don't, yeah like, I, I just feel like the, the producers, they, I don't know if you guys agree with my take where it's just like the, the down south stuff, the producers get the, the, the deserved clout. and. Sure. It just balance itself out depending on the type of music that people are making. I also think 100%. it was like, I think so too. And I also think it was just like different time periods. You know what I mean? When mm. New York was running the game and it was New York rap, it was the producers. That were back, bro. No, but I'm saying like back in the day though, mm. you know what I mean? It was the producers who were really getting the, getting the shine. And then the MCs came to light. Right. So it's, when you don't, that was a bar MC about MC Light. But you know what I mean? I just think like when a sound is new, Mm. It takes people a while to get familiar with the sound, Absolutely. you know. So yeah. the, you hear, you recognize producers first. Um, also, new music too. I just wanted to, to plug that. You know, Young Money's back. That was like new-ish music. They did another one of those things where it's just like, here's all the stuff from when uh, Nicki Minaj had them straight bangs and was kicking it with hmm. Gucci in the A, and like. It was it was good. Like I don't know. I don't. I'm not really a Nicki Minaj fan. I, I'll say that for sure. Like I'm absolutely, and I and I keep testing the waters. I'm always dipping my toes to see if I fuck with it. 
but never turns out to be that way. But I will say that the, the what is it called? Green. See, seeing green. Seeing, seeing green. green. Drake absolutely Drake snapped. Killed it. Yeah, he definitely did. And it. we we could have done an interlude where, where like, what the producer said, actually, her takes are crazy. She's getting a Mike next episode. The, <laughs> the the Drake part could have just been an interlude on its own. Facts. Facts. I, I what I love about that record, seeing Green, I, I mean, we're not necessarily talking about it too much, is that they mm. both, all three of them, went back to their older flows. If you really mm. listen to that record, oh, yeah. right? They really, really did. Um, and and it's interesting that they went back to their older flows on an old mixtape, even though that track is new, right? Mm. I, I thought I thought that I thought that was really special because I mean. I love Wayne, but Wayne has not been hitting nope. for me in... <laughs> it's been a while. Is it, is it, is it crazy Almost to say a decade? A decade? Almost a decade, crazy? probably. I don't think, I don't I think it's crazy to say that. It's not. Right? Like that's, I think No Ceilings was like the last thing. No Ceilings was definitely the last of it. Yeah. Right. So, so it's been a minute for Wayne, right? And Nikki has sort of... Um, uh, Nikki has sort of fallen trapped to the, to, this, to the stupid thing that I hate the rap game does, where they say, where they kind of make it like... You can only have one female rap rapper be hitting at, at, I'm at, the one. at the time, and I'm one, and that's you. it. Yeah. It's just yeah. stupid, but uh, yeah, I, I like the record, but I'm I'm just I'm still waiting on CLB. I really think this is going to be Drake's, um, uh, you know, real classic, like universal hey, classic, because yeah. I, yeah. I think I think I I think so. I think I think it's going to be it. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I, I hope so, and I I honestly hope and agree like i agree and i hope that because cole dropped right now it means like next month midsummer we're gonna get at least a drake project because i'm not sure like we still have no signs of kendrick i know that dream or i know i know that sorry uh tv's coming but we still don't have any signs of kendrick per se i know Drake's coming though, man. I feel like like the rollout is starting to take He's, place, man. The haircut has been installed since before <laughs> of twenty twenty. <laughs> but then he mashed up his ACL, right, or his Achilles, yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah, but he's kicking it over there. Um, <laughs> but it's coming. It's gonna be the summer album, man. Like when we're outside again, we'll have it. I think that's what he's waiting for. He's waiting for Toronto to be free, mm-hmm. and you're gonna drop the album. Well, shoot, we got Doug Ford, so he's gonna be a minute. So I don't know what <laughs> yeah, you, you, you gotta wait till it's June. Be a hot minute, yeah. But I also, I also, I also don't think Drake cares. Yeah, I, yeah. We we need it. We need it soon. Um, I don't know if you have a a a, a topic, Patrick, because I have something that I don't know if I. I definitely didn't write this, but I'm triggered by it. Be triggered. Say what you gotta say. Yeah. I don't know why you wrote this here, but it says that. Are fashion forward men untrustworthy? I mean, hey, this was, this was something I saw. <laughs> so listen, listen, listen. I saw this. You in, saw what uh, where, Patrick? I think it was Oxford University, or I can't oh, remember. I got to look at this. And uh, it was an article that they, they published, and it was a study, a survey. And according to the women that they surveyed, women felt like men who were fashion. I, I use the word fashion forward. but What did they use? I don't even remember. Bodmon? <laughs> yeah, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> Men who were like the flashy dressers were less trustworthy. If you flashy put more time into less. your like, here, let me find it here. Let me find it here. Sorry, it's University of Michigan. My bad. Okay. Um, less less, less uh, valuable data there. <laughs> but it says men wearing extravagant fashions more likely to be untrustworthy. Um, also less interested in having long-term romantic relationships and (laughs) 
so those are those are the two big things that I took away from this. And I think it I think there's some truth to that. Man. Tell me more about this truth that you believe. I don't know, man. If you take <laughs> if you spend more time on how you look and how like, you know, your fashion than you know, than your woman or a girl that you're seeing or whatever, I I don't know, man. Hey, the time I spend is equal. No, it's not even equal. But I feel like you should care about what you look like. That's my counterpoint. For sure, you, you don't should. Care. And it, the time is, like, it, like you could take five minutes to figure out what works for you. I could take 20. I could take a couple hours. But I think that time is relative, whatever. I think you need to take some time to figure out what you look like. Okay, not the time. Let's let's okay. let's, let's correct. Okay, it. Not get the off time. the time. <laughs> not the time. Okay, but it's so much the aesthetic of. So just the, caring the, in general. Just, no, 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 no. Don't get defensive. I, I'm not defensive. I'm just cheese a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and why did you think it was about you? It wasn't even. <laughs> I felt like I you were trying to trigger me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got the dangly earrings. No, no, no. But it's been a minute and you're good. You, you're in a relationship. I just think there's the guys who are really out there just flaunting like every single post on social media is their drip and this and that. I would mm. look at those guys a little differently, man. Like, what I do you think, Sham? I mean, look, I, I think I think uh, men are so especially society has sort of treated like men aren't allowed or aren't supposed to care about their looks. And if they do somehow, that makes them. Um, a little bit more like frivolous and 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 not as serious, you know what I mean? So I think that's probably where it it sort of leans into. At the same time, like I mean, do you really want a man who just doesn't give a shit, who just doesn't nobody really care? wants that? Like I don't think anybody <laughs> really wants that. You know what I mean? Like I don't think anybody really really wants that. I think I think whoever wrote that article probably is speaking from a little bit of insecurity, a vision of insecurity, right? Like I and I also would argue on the flip side, right? Um, mm women who who take good very good care of themselves and care about that stuff i bet you there are some men who probably think well they're probably talk they're probably untrustworthy you can't trust them either so i i right high maintenance you know what i mean want what like like they want attention you know what i mean so i i i understand the premise of it i just still think mm. it comes from a place of massive insecurity i think so i think it's insecurity it might be like I, I can't speak to the research that was done because I can't imagine it. <laughs> like, yo, did a fly dude break your heart? Yes. <laughs> yo, men that <laughs> that dress good yeah. are bad. Yeah. They're untrustworthy. Yeah. Are you a so, man that wears Wrangler jeans? <laughs> nobody like. So I, I think like um, there. I think people that care about what they look like are included in this bracket therefore like kind of excludes what this what what these findings could have been fair fair and, i do th- no sorry go ahead no 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 i i don't I, I was just about to say i just don't know what type of research and i think that's a big thing for me i want to know what they really did. like for sure all jokes aside i'm curious as to how they got there yeah no same i'm curious too i, I that i did not see it was just the, the clipping in a in a headline clickbait yeah, clickbait. The clickbait. Like, Ooh, <laughs> spicy. <laughs> but this I guy ignored it. the trigger warning. He said, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I don't know. I feel like there there could be some truth to that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think not that I think I, I know like anecdotal evidence. Like I've seen guys who are the type who, yo, they're getting the eyebrows shaved, they're getting the, the waxes, they're doing this and that more than I'd say 
like some women that I know who do that. And these guys mm. are shallow. These guys are just about hitting it quick. I mean, like the, by by talking to them, like that's the topic of conversation. Like oh yeah, yeah, when yeah. When they talk yeah, about women, yeah. And it'd be the dudes that like I would see in the gym who are just, you know, they're just they're shredded. Like yeah, these guys are ripped, and that's all they care about is just looking good, smashing as many girls as they can, and that's all they care about. And I've seen this a handful of times to say that like I think there could be some truth to some stuff in that article. Oh, I mean, there there is a fleet of man that that move like that <laughs> but i'm just trying to you know I, I just don't think that that's like substantial enough to say like yo you look good let's just tell people that yo if they look good they're for the streets like that's Fair. so so what are we just triggered by this i know no i'm just like i want to make sure that people know that like if somebody look good they're not for the streets necessarily and you shouldn't settle for a homely person homely <laughs> So paying attention to how you are presenting yourself physically and how that represents yourself internally is all the time intertwined. So if you're coming out here, you men are who you are, be it podcast host or executive producer slash. You see, I, see how I got that title right? She <laughs> loves you guys. Love, that's love, that's, that's love. That's a that's part love. of your presentation too. Let them know who you are out here. This is how I yeah. refer to myself and this is how you'll refer to me. Put some respect mm-hmm. on my name and I think that comes with how you groom yourself and how you present yourself physically. No, we're not talking about obsession to where it's like mm-hmm. you're number one and you're like, yeah. being the most more than women like relax but yeah, <laughs> there should be some sort of self-care involved in Yo. stepping out who are you are you a king are you a boss because if the first thing that walks up to me is a bum i'm not going to believe anything else you say well so and that's that's the thing and that's just coming from men that are in a, a space where they're trying to make moves you can understand that that's fact. You're not gonna go in. Look at you guys. You guys look great right now. You're not gonna go anywhere looking dusty. Oh, Shem's got a hair, a hair, uh, like a nice lineup, and I we know. don't even know it's how. That's not possible. Where you finding? How is that even possible? You finding a barber? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know your barber. He's acting like don't I don't let know Douglas his know. Don't let Douglas <laughs> know. Let's let's just chill, guys. Come on now. <laughs> Everybody relax. Yeah, you should have came through with a do rag and hide that. Shit. <laughs> Yo, I should have came with a hat. You're right. You're right. You're right. Can I can I can I flaunt real quick? Just Go on that note. Go for it. I bought some Fenty skin products. Fenty oh, skin products. Excuse you get? me. So you know, you're about to be. See me, see me in a little bit. I, I haven't tried it yet. It just came today, but I tried to oh, get. I, I can't. I can't expose because some of it's a gift for uh, for my girl. So I can't okay. really expose too much. But oh yeah, she's a she lists, She's a listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Why? it. That's all you can say. That's all I can say. Just check on me in a couple weeks, though. You'll see, <laughs> you'll, see, you'll see the skin clear up. The blessings. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I love you. <laughs> um, last call for topics because I think we 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 want to let Shem go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's his bedtime. It's his one hour. You want to get this guy out the stew? <laughs> yo, nah, I get tomorrow oh, off, man. man. It's all okay. Good, 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 good. I was about good, to say <laughs> that's hilarious. That's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> oh man, that is hilarious. What do you got? Shem? I'm just gonna. I just I mean, want to no, shout I, out my homies. Look, I can say for me, like, it's just been, 
you know, this has been a dope way to spend recording this on a Friday night, mm-hmm. just to kind of chop it up and 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 just talk about life. It's kind of almost been therapeutic. I don't know if you guys ever look at what you do as therapeutic in a lot of ways. Yeah, all the time. But awesome. yeah, it's been great. It's been I can tell you, it's been a stressful ass week, <laughs> uh, and that this is this has been a really dope way to to end my week. So thank you, like thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, thank yeah. you for 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 joining us. Um, I'll give you the applause now. Usually I wait a little longer. But- <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to um Hada. Yeah. Co. So if you guys don't know on Instagram, Hada H A D D A, uh, I think it's dot co. But if you search Hada, you'll find it. They just dropped a new line um, of their sweats. Like they do full tops and bottoms. They got beanies and their stuff is actually fire. The colorways that come through, they take a lot of time in terms of like the, the packaging and the quality of the materials and this shit is stitched. It's not that stuff that where you wash it and it comes right off. Mm. So if you listen this far and you trust me as a person, I'm going to just like, this is not, this is just free promo because I love these guys and the, the products that they make. NWTH10 will give you 10% off. Patrick didn't even know this shit was coming. He's going to have a conversation later. He's like, what's the splits? Um, <laughs> so NWTH10, uh, that'll get you 10% off all the products on their site. So if you can check them out on Instagram, I'll, I'll be posting about them. You guys have probably already seen me post with them. So just wanted to share that love. But uh, really appreciate you coming through, Shem. Like, this is uh, an awesome episode. Um I'm excited to again like this makes me want to record in person even more so than than ever. Uh-huh. Um and I hope that we get that chance really soon. So I, I really enjoyed having you on the pod, man. And uh, is there anything else that we can like look out for? Any passion products? Are you gonna continue to tease us saying that you're ready to pull the trigger on something potentially possibly <laughs> soon? <laughs> you know, I'll 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 say this. Um I'm doing a a, a video sort of series with uh, Donovan Bennett, who works at Sportsnet. Nice. Um, nice. So we were actually filming that in a couple of days, a couple of days from now. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, just, just look out for you know a major career move. I think in the next, like within the next six months or so, I'm I'm going to really make sure that I I take some take the next step. I'm really having some conversations right now behind the scenes with with mm-hmm. some people to to make that next move because I think. Uh, uh, I think it's time and, you know, I appreciate, you know, all the support. And and the one thing I, w- I want to say this, I'll leave with this is that I'm really big on putting other people on, you know, I, I think yes. you don't, you don't get anywhere in life and this industry. If you're just looking out solely for yourself, you're not looking to try to uplift other people. Definitely. So, you know, one of the things, one of the things that I would say, and I'm not, I'm not trying to imply like I have a bigger platform than anybody else on here, but I want to do a better job and I vow to do a better job to making sure that I'm posting your guys' content, putting but you guys uh, up on my Sticks Instagram me, stories. I appreciate right? that. Sticks, yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. but it's but it's the truth though, right? And Six Sticks, shout out to Six again. He does a great job of that. He, I see him mm-hmm. constantly pushing people, and I think that mm-hmm. that stuff is great. And I think you know we need to do that more. We need to start celebrating each other more and. And, and recognize that we all can eat. <laughs> we all can eat. We you know what I mean? Exist, we don't. You know, we can all co. We can all coexist and, and bring each other up. Yeah. Yes. And I and I, I I really truly believe. I know you guys have gone through some changes and things of that nature. I really truly believe that you guys are sort of that podcast 
that that like you know it, it's just about to you know I, I see a Spotify deal in your future. I, I, I <laughs> and I, I but I but I think but I think that I think those are the heights you got to look at, right? Don't sure. don't don't even laugh at that. Like yeah, Spotify deal coming, Apple Music exclusive deal coming, whatever it is, you know, see that for your future because um, you know I, there are a lot of people doing podcasts out here who aren't doing it really well. I think you guys do it well. And I, you know, I, I, the only thing that I ask is that, you know, when I ask for my splits, um, <laughs> you don't, you don't, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, don't yeah. button me, you don't button me all of a sudden. And then the yeah, side yeah, splits on two episodes. <laughs> we got, we got to divide those two episodes by the hundreds. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then the splits off of this, you're going to probably get about might, maybe might, 20% yeah. for these oh, two episodes. Yeah. yeah. We'll get you- so we'll get you seven dollars hey. annually. Annually, appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. I gotta and, say, like Shem's, like honestly, Shem's been like a big brother, man. So from from the start, I remember when you got, you know, you were going to journalism school and all that, and I was like. I'm asking, I'm asking your sister. I'm like, yo, like, let me talk to your brother. I want to understand, like, how to do this, how to do all, like, you know what I mean. So, I see the grind, man, that you've been on. I see the journey, and just appreciate the support all the way across, man. So, big up to you. No, I'm killing Drop the board king. today. This guy's killing killing it. This guy's today, back, <laughs> king. Yeah, um, Shem, where, where where can the people find you on your socials? I'm pretty sure it's very sim- uh, very simple because you're just very like, simple. At, yeah, at Shem, at, at, at Shem S H E M on Twitter and on Instagram. And if you really want to be disgusted and angry and pissed off, follow me on oh Instagram for sure. Don't follow. Uh, <laughs> yep, because follow Lord then knows. block him. <laughs> yeah, then then block me because you're gonna need to because I got I got a post coming. Oh, for early man, next week, has it loaded? Ew. He's oh ready. He's got it. It's in the draft. Oh my god! It is oh. just gonna piss everybody off. I can't <laughs> wait. No unseasoned chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna. It's worse than that. You wait and see. All right, all right. We'll look forward to that. The world generous speaking. Patrick Dennis Jr. You know what it is, guys. Follow me Instagram, Twitter. Appreciate it. Appreciate the birthday love. Thanks again. Yes, yes. Welcome to the 30s, my friend. Shop like Shaq. You wish you. Shop like Shaq with a K. Um, we're going to see what happens when we give Shem another opportunity to freestyle. <laughs> I love it. Every single time he's like, all right. Uh, you know that I had this in the talk, did you? Not you blue facing, you blue facing, word sticks. That's it.